Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from a Shared Universe Podcast Studio, and you're listening to Talking Codswalla Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from Calling the Shots. Hey, this is Steve from Calling the Shots. Hey, what's up? It's Mike from the Pizza Beer Revolution Podcast. Hi, this is uh, Derek D from PBR Podcast and DerekD.com, of course. And you are listening to Talking Codswallop. Talking Codswallop. How you guys doing? This is great. This is the POTUS. It's President of the United States, Donald. You're looking to wild up the swelling. That's what you're listening to. It's great. I got to tell you, the swallop of the wall is great. I love walls. And the cod wallop, it's swallop. Fantastic. You're listening to it. Wallops, cods. Fish, walls, swallows. Welcome to this week's Talking Cods Wallop. I am Gemma. I'm James. Hello, James. Hello. How have you been? <laughs> I'm not, you know, nothing too bad. Still a few medical issues to sort out, but it could be a lot worse, so I can't really complain about that too much. We can complain about the lack of salty tadpole interaction with the medical advice, so can't we? Yes, we can. Yeah, they failed me on that one. Um, I am that that I am rather upset about. I've got to be honest. I wanted at least somebody to say you could try this, this, and that, or whatever. Or alternatively, it could be the fact that they recognise they don't have the medical advice and they don't want to give me uh, incorrect information, which is understandable. Or they just don't give a shit. So it's. Oh, <laughs> if you're out there and you're a salty tadpole and you give a shit about James, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Tumbleweed blows through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, other than pains and stuff like that, have you had a good week? It's not been too bad. The positive thing being very British is we've at least had some nice weather, so I managed to go out and see people <laughs> gone good walks. Uh, for so, for, yeah, I've been really, really been good on that front, actually. We're going to get to it in a minute, I'm sure, discussing the big news story that's uh, that's happening. But my big question is, Gemma, how are you? Oh, he asked. <laughs> no, <laughs> I am absolutely fine, thank you. I mean, a few things have annoyed me this week, mm-hmm. which is why we've got a certain segment that is called What a Load of Cods Wallop. Mm-hmm. So I'll certainly get into that. But yeah, I think just average week, it's been quite nice. Went to the pub the other night mm-hmm. and watched well the football was on i wasn't watching it but the football was on so one of us was happy (laughs) i'll take your word for it i didn't even wasn't even aware the football was on that's all good but there was alcohol there so i was happy and i play pokemon go as well as some of our um salty tadpoles know because they are friends of mine on there yeah so there was a couple of poker stops there so I was able to like spin it and catch uh, catch Pokemon. <laughs> excellent, excellent. As the football game was going on, and then we went to another pub, and it was quite funny actually because uh, Chris's dad was there. I'm just going to name him now. Um, <laughs> Chris's dad was there, and yeah, he was quite sort of funny and stuff as well. And he was sort of telling stories of you know when kid was a ch- um, when kid when Chris was a child and stuff like that, and it was quite funny and you seeing his face actually going slightly redder and redder and redder (laughs) as he's uh, telling the stories. But yeah, 
and there was a good result apparently it was uh 3-0 to man united so any man united fans out there woohoo <laughs> i didn't care <laughs> Uh, as someone who, who hails from the region of Manchester, uh, and my father's a Man United supporter, so we'll run with that as being a good, well, as a good result. And my friend's a Man United supporter, so. Okay. With me, uh, whatever, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if the beer hadn't have been flowing, I probably would have been snoozing. <laughs> but we all know how I feel about sports, so. But sometimes in life you've got to give and take, haven't you? That's true. You've got to, uh, you know, got to give a little and take a little. It all, uh, it all creates a, a, a positive response. One thing I did do last week that's just flashback is it's not a substantial one, but I have at least had my hair trimmed and tied it up and my beard tied it up because I start to look like a, uh, like I've been released from somewhere from captivity. So. <laughs> <laughs> the beard was going a bit mad it was pointed out my father was very nice last week and came to see me because I've not seen him for a few months came to see me and he pointed out that yeah I need to just tie myself up just a little bit so I have taken his advice I'm looking a little bit neater oh good the hair's still got a bit of length to it but I'm looking a bit neater so it's all good good because nobody likes this scruffy James because yeah. let's face it your hair is the the thing about you that is the the you know the really good thing about you <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's that's on. not that's <laughs> the eye-catching thing about that's you what, your yeah. hair. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Um, <laughs> yeah, people seem to like really uh, comment upon my hair, and uh, generally the the people seem to dig it. So when I put a picture up, it's the thing that's sort of mentioned uh, and come from my people. That and the fact that she put I look like a vampire. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I usually read through the comments and everyone's sort of putting something positive <laughs> and I think, oh, it's not going to happen from here, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit like my friend Ben who will always find some way to uh, be abusive and nasty about me when I put a picture up. <laughs> <laughs> well it's like jamie you know again one of our salty tadpoles he um he put up a picture of the fact that he'd you know done really well at slimming world this week mm -hmm. and he'd got the greatest loser um certificate <laughs> and everyone was like really positive and he was like i don't know how i did it blah 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 and i said i bet that's not the first time that you've had a great yeah. loser certificate <laughs> you call a loser <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, no, I have to write something a little bit insulting, but not too bad. Oh, you've know? got to, <laughs> got to. I mean, it would. I, I like the fact that someone will take a bit of a, a, a jab at somebody when they put a picture up, because you know, there's no point going with myself. There's no point showing me complete with praise. You've got to drag my ego down a couple of notches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like hair, it looks amazing, but let's see your false teeth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. False teeth. Sunglasses on to cover up my uh, my spaced out appearance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm constantly full of medication now. So <laughs> I rattle. <laughs> oh, dear. And that, that reminds me actually with spaced out eyes because um, I had to have an, uh, well, a diabetes eye test mm -hmm. the other day that was last saturday i've had the results back and it's all positive that's all, very all good. good that's so, very very good yeah so diabetes is not affecting my eyes so that's brilliant news or any anything other than the normal stuff so like my feet and my hands and stuff are fine as well when you have the 
what I've nicknamed the Iabetes test. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I always get it wrong. So I just figured that's what it's called now. They have to put these eye drops in, which I don't particularly like having eye drops put into my eyes or whatever. Well, definitely not whatever, because it, they only go into your eyes. Don't um, <laughs> <laughs> start drinking them. <laughs> no, yeah. But basically what they do is, so they put these in and then like 15 minutes later, you go in to have the, the eye test. Yes. But in that 15 minutes, your pupils are getting huge, mm-hmm. basically. So it's like almost the pupils of my eyes were bigger mm. than whatever the colour around is called. What's that called? The iris. Is it the iris? Uh, is that it? Yeah, because that's what I was going to say, but then I wasn't sure if that was right. Yeah, so the blue colour, you know, because my eyes are blue. Yeah, so I looked at my brother because you, you can't drive yeah. when you have this done because they make your eyes really blurry. So my brother took me and I said, oh, does it look like it's working yet? And he went, whoa, <laughs> yeah, it definitely is working. <laughs> so that was quite an experience last week. He should have taken a picture of you. I will. I was going to. Yeah. When you have it done, you have to then wear sunglasses afterwards. It was. I was quite fortunate that actually it was quite a sunny day, mm-hmm. so I didn't feel like a complete dick walking around in sunglasses in the rain. You know, because um, obviously your eyes are extremely sensitive to light mm-hmm. once you've had those drops in and stuff. But yeah, so I was quite appreciative that it was actually quite a sunny day. I did try to take a picture of it, but like. When I took the glasses off, the light was just hurting, yeah. so I couldn't. I couldn't actually do it, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so got the all clear. So that's that's fantastic news. That is. I mean, I find it interesting you comment about people wearing sunglasses uh, a lot when they're out. I mean, what sort of person would do that? <laughs> no but you wouldn't wear them on a rainy day though would you probably not no not at all i mean i do wear sunglasses quite a lot but i just find it easier on my eyes um but yeah i don't know would i go out now when it's overcasting probably yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh james oh yeah you you're the ultimate rock star you are I am the ultimate rock star because my hair is getting long. Parts of me like don't work properly. <laughs> I'm the burnt out rock star. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all we need to do is just get you a drug addiction. Well, I suppose you've got a drug addiction with all the tablets yeah. you take as well. <laughs> Basically, I'm living the rock star lifestyle. Yeah, just coffee instead of vodka or alcohol. Yep. Yeah, so I've cut out alcohol, but I am now on CBD oils. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, are you? Yeah, yeah, I've started taking it, actually. Oh, is it helping? It seems to be helping a bit, I've got to be honest. I've gone for the, the lower strength of it at the moment, but I didn't take as much of it yesterday, and I did notice a difference. I felt a bit crappy this morning, so... Uh, yeah, I think it is helping. Certainly, it seems to get rid of the aches and pains as much. So, yeah, but we'll we'll see. It's early days, early days. Yeah. Again, dear salty tadpoles, if you actually do give a toss, if you've got any ideas or what I can... <laughs> well, let's face it, though. We don't expect the talking um, talking cards wallet people. We don't expect the salty tadpoles to um, provide us with information. Yeah. We are providing them with information, aren't we? So, Or entertainment. Yeah. Not really information, because let's face it, I talked, well, not last week's episode, but the week before, I I thought that a potato had to stay out of your bum <laughs> for three to five days. <laughs> Educational. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was quite happy to hear that from Tim, our Codswallop 
cherry popper. Yes. That his wife actually thought that it had to stay up there for three to five days as well. So at least the two of us are silly together. It, <laughs> I was going to say stupid, but I don't want to insult her. So silly together. <laughs> it's clearly a new roasting technique. So Yeah. <laughs> oh no <laughs> I've ruined roast dinners for everybody now So sit down, look at roast potatoes Mmm, wonder where they came from mm, earthy taste <laughs> Have you inserted this up yeah. your bum before presenting it on the plate? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope, yeah, you would have um, disposed of the ones up your yes. bum Not, uh not then refrozen them and cooked it, them. It, <laughs> see, the thing is, it's more the fact that people are stupid enough. You can imagine it. Oh, that people would do it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah. two weeks ago. We don't need to talk about that yeah. anymore. In between, we've had a fantastic interview with Laura Summer as well. Did you enjoy doing that interview? I did. It was, ve- I mean... Firstly, for me, it's one of these things that it's somebody again from my childhood. I remember watching on TV and really, well, for me, you know, watching her as Janine on Ghostbusters, uh, the real Ghostbusters cartoon, but just listening to some of the stuff she's done and some of the people she's met was just, you know, it, it, it's mind blowing for me. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing when you hear that she started out by doing advertisements where, you know, TV adverts where she was getting to work with people like Paul Newman. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pavarotti. Okay. So Pavarotti was not the greatest of individuals from. I know. I was really shocked when I heard that. I, I was shocked. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I never got the, I, you know, I could see him being lecherous, but was not a it's a horrible thing to hear isn't it at least he he stopped doing it but hearing that and then getting to torture about working on the ghostbusters the tv shows she's worked on and then finding out she got to meet jd salinger and that i know just randomly as well i mean that was just when she told me that wow well they said wow at the time but my god that's amazing amazing yeah it is insane um, I was going to say, when you do the follow-on yes. interview, if I can be there, Absolutely. I'll try and be there because uh, I'd like to have a chat yeah. with her as well. Because what was it? Digimon is the next thing. Yeah, Digimon's what she's uh, been working on. There's been a resurgence on Digimon. Again, I don't want to say too much because that's the interview that's coming up, but there's been a resurgence on Digimon and other uh, uh, stuff that she's working on that's coming out in the future. So, um, yeah, uh, well, I'm currently out in other countries, but yeah, I mean... Such an interesting woman, such a nice woman. It's always nice to find out that the person you uh, have, you know, known from your youth or you've seen on the big screen or you've seen on television is actually not a complete asshole because she's a lovely, lovely woman. I know. She did seem so sweet. And, you know, like, just, it seemed like she'd lived a really exciting life. Yes. Um, but at the same time, she seemed really, really down to earth as well. Yeah. So... Yeah, that was nice. It's nice to hear. And James did some editing on that episode as well. So, you know, James is getting into the editing side of things. <laughs> I have done a bit of editing. I'm not sure it's good editing. I then tidied it up. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do find it interesting to now do it, do what I can with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I mainly do it just to try and make life a little bit easier for you, Gemma, because you are the thank you. You're the queen of doing this. But any way I can help make it a little bit simpler, I will do my best. And you know, it's a learning process. So absolutely, yeah. I wasn't very good at the start, so you know, it's it's a learning curve. You do pick things up, and like I said, that you can always ask me questions if you 
get stuck on anything because I don't know everything, but I know quite a lot. So, yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Yes. But anyway, so it was a team effort editing that episode. Mm -hmm. Right. So anyway, let's stop talking about previous episodes that we've done. Mm -hmm. Let's go on to the episode that we're currently doing. So, James, have you got any Codswallop this week? Well, I have a sneaking suspicion you and I have very similar Codswallop problems. Oh, are we going to be sharing Codswallop this week? I think we will. Okay. My Codswallop is the fact that, and it's not a real problem for me, but it's the fact that, you know, the coronavirus is creating problems and people are getting... Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- Sorry. Pe- it's right. No, no. People are getting very worked up over it and panicking with regard to it. I understand why there's panic. I get it. You know, it is creating a problem. I'll, I'll just run this Codswallop thing. I was looking forward to the fact that the new James Bond film was coming out in April. Mm-hmm. It's not coming out in April. It's going to be November. Did you hear what they're doing to replace it, though? Because obviously they're saying that, you know, with regards to the coronavirus, you know, we don't want to put people into cinemas, you know, that may or may not have it. Because this is my codswallop this week as well. Yeah, yeah. So basically what they're doing instead, having listened to the Ralph report this week, they are putting a kid's film out. <laughs> so it's just to sort of, you know, like get some money for obviously the kids film. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was called. They're still willing to put lots of kids in a cinema, mm. but not James Bond fans. Well, well, what's happening with the Bond thing is where people, you've got, I mean, this sounds like I'm being shitty and I guess I'm to a degree. One person put, they wanted to have a petition uh, complaining about the fact that they're putting on hold. Well, the logical reason why they're putting on hold There's the health element of it, but the other reality is that if they put it out, the market, they're not going to make the money. The big pushes, you see like 150 million would come just sort of alone from the Chinese market, so they cannot afford to release it and have it become a failure at the box office. So they're going to want to delay it. The only thing that gets me a bit is I'd love to be able to get my hands on some of the posters and things that had the April release date on. Can I ask now, why? I know there's no collectability because there's... <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I was going to say, there's no real collectability because there's millions of them going to be out. But I'll, it's just a sort of like a nice little weird thing to have as a backup. Plus, from what I've heard, they're having to get rid of stuff, potentially throw it away. But it's just because a bit of a collectible thing, but I'm not going to make any money from it. So that's really why I'd want it. But yeah. it's more the fact that people are flapping so much is what cods wallops me. You know, they're clearing out shops of things. And- I know. It's like hand sanitizer, paracetamol, yeah. and things, you know, all things of those natures. It's just, it's absolutely getting on my nerves so much. You know, it's it's kind of like if there was actually an apocalypse, yeah. this is almost how you know which people are going to survive and which people aren't. And the stupid people that are running out and getting the hand sanitizer and the paracetamol mm-hmm. bulking up, they're the people that are going to die. Yeah. And the people that are just carrying on with life are probably the ones that are going to survive. Well, the only thing I've done that was a bit of a push, and it was a, a, a double thing. I just bought a few staples because of food. Oh, I thought you meant staples, as in actual staples. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I only bought a few sort of Basically, you know, food staples. Because I worked on the principle, if I do get ill, I'm going to quarantine myself and I've got to make sure I've got food in. That was it. But you go to the yeah. shops. It's not had 
from what I can see around here, it's not had a humongous impact. However, so from what I can see, things that, you know, soap, well, there's been a bit of a dent on, like, you know, soap stuff. The thing that has vanished, though, is the hand sanitizer. Yeah. There is, you cannot get hand sanitizer in the shops, but you need, these people who run out like mad people buying hand sanitizer seem to have forgot the things that you need hand sanitizer that has a very high alcohol content. It's not going to be just your normal, say, aloe vera based hand sanitizer that'll do the job. And the one I really cannot get my head round is toilet roll. Yeah. I know. From what I understand, the coronavirus does not make you crap yourself to death. So, <laughs> whilst I understand you old one, you know, two weeks. Okay, so say you've got a big family, you might need loads of it. But I am surprised by this sudden rush to buy hand sanitizer. It's uh, not, uh, not ha- well, hand sanitizer is a degree. Toilet roll is lost on me. Yeah, but that's how paracetamol. I, do, I don't get the paracetamol well, either. That's to bring your temperature down. Um, uh, and aches and okay. pains if you've got a cold. Uh, that said, I could actually run a black market operation selling toilet roll because I buy it in bulk anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if I ever run out, you could send me some in the post then, James, is what you're saying. Yeah. A couple of sheets here and yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, first lot would be free, you know, one sheet for free. And then when I've got your hook need in it, yeah, that's when I put the uh, prices up. <laughs> <laughs> I should start just selling it. I could be at £50 a roll. (laughs) On that note, have you actually seen people on eBay and things like that? They're actually going and they're selling hand sanitizer, just the normal small bottles. Yeah. um, Like the Carex ones or whatever. And they're actually selling them for like, 100 quid or (laughs) that might be a little bit extreme but they're still selling it for 10 times the amount that they would buy in the shop you know and are people daft enough to buy it are people bidding that's the question that is that is the question and unfortunately it's sad to say that yes people are it's just oh but yes anyway i've got a remedy that i've thought of that's going to help okay that you know the individuals and i've also got a separate topic which I've got a photo to a photo for as well, which I will send to you in a moment when I start talking about it. Mm-hmm. So precautions of getting the coronavirus. Okay, so first of all, you need to wee on your hands on an hourly basis. Okay, <laughs> this is this is all made up by me because <laughs> then nobody will want to touch your hands. Yeah, and then if you live near a field and there's animals in those fields all of the animal feces all over you and then nobody will ever want to be around you <laughs> <laughs> for city folk us country folk are happy to ship it at a cost <laughs> yeah. i like it i like it then nobody will come anywhere near you you'll be absolutely fine and you'll be corona free so um but it is it was also making me like really annoyed by the fact that people are going out and getting the face masks mm-hmm. and things as well but they don't work because unless you physically got the actual virus yourself correct that is the only reason it's going to yeah. work yeah but following picture is coming across what what i'll just say is unfortunately while we've been talking i've actually gone on ebay and you are right people are selling them at daft prices but people are bidding on them there is somebody selling advanced hand sanitizer unopened 300 milliliter purell bottle mm-hmm. currently going at 17 pounds 17 pounds yeah and then they've got to spend three pounds on shipping now i understand on some of them they are selling like bulk so they're selling bulk stuff which makes more sense but yeah people will buy it i mean i have hand 
parents had it either. I've always had it. So Yeah, I've got some too, but you know, I haven't got it for this purpose. I'm just gonna deal with coronavirus when I get it. Or a loved one gets it. Yeah, you're probably you know. better just dipping your hands in turps or something, really. Yeah. Well, on the note of face masks, I've just sent you a picture, but yeah, I'm I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm liking it. So to describe this to the salty tadpoles, this was released in the Daily Mail of things that people are using instead of face masks. So the first picture is a man with a gas mask on. So that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. compared to all of the others that are about to follow. The next gentleman, I think, going by his outfit. <laughs> is wearing a Tesco's carrier bag. Now, if it gets a hole in it, how I hope he gets his 10p back. Mm. <laughs> the next lady is wearing a plastic box on her head or a bucket <laughs> on her head. One of the two. <laughs> her hands are all free, yeah. so her hands can still get it if uh, if she touches anything. But at least her face is covered, so that's no problem. Now, bottom left. James, do you want to describe what this one is? Well, the bottom left, if I'm honest, looks like they've chopped some sort of water. Um, a water bucket. Water cooler bottle. Bottle, Chopped sorry, it, yeah. stuck it over the head. Yep. I think they might have put a, a mask of some sort over the mouth, but where it gets a bit confusing is it doesn't actually hold the entire head in. No. And it doesn't even look like there's a top on the bottle. No. There may be a mask there, but I don't know. I'm starting to think some of these are just complete piss takes. I mean, the one next to it, He looks like he's put a ramen noodle. (laughs) Yeah, it's either that or a sweetie tub, you know, all strapped together. (laughs) He strapped it to his head. (laughs) Strapped it to his head, yes. So clearly that's going to help. You can see by his eyes, if you zoom in, he finds this funny as well, because he's kind of clearly laughing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now, the peers to resistance is photo number six. Oh, God. (laughs) I want to tell this one. Yeah, oh, please do. So you've got one person with a carrier bag on their head, but the most important one is the one in front who is wearing a nappy. (laughs) A fucking (laughs) nappy. (laughs) It's like, seriously, what are these people doing with their lives? Oh, I've I've seen an even weirder one where somebody had stuck a panty liner to their face. Oh, oh God. It's just so stupid. So although this is my codswallop, it's kind of my codswallop as well because the the guy that sits behind me at work is constantly giving an update of how many cases are in the UK and how many cases are in Italy and how many cases are blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, I just, I'm, oh, that was another thing I've done this week. I've given, for Lent, I never do Lent, mm-hmm. but for Lent, I gave up swearing in the office. Oh, but that's failed. <laughs> yeah, within half an hour of being at work on the first day, I swore twice. <laughs> 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 the only reason I swore a second time was because I said, I went, oh, fuck, like that. And then I went, oh, shit, I just swore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been really hard not to swear at the chap that works behind me because he's been constantly like, ooh, seven new cases. Ooh, 17% new people. I'm just like, oh, it's just Brexit all over again. It's like the new topic that's not Brexit, it's coronavirus. Yeah, I think the problem with the coronavirus is that people are obviously do panic and they're not listening to what they're being told by say, the government here or the government in any other countries or health places in any mm. other countries, which is it's going to affect you if you are elderly, if you have an underlying health condition. It is unlikely that if you are reasonably held, you know, 
fit and healthy person, it's going to kill you. Uh, but what you've got to do also is take a bit of accountability for what you do. I think that's the big problem that people uh, are not sort of thinking logically about this. You've got to take a bit of accountability. If you do become ill, you know, yeah. just it's going to be like, it will be awful because they've said it's the, the way it feels is, is horrendous. But you've just got to sort of like deal with it. But it's unlike to kill you, as I understand it, unless you have real extreme underlying health problems. It'll be like, I guess, getting a really hard-hitting dose of the flu. Now, the flu will kill people off, you know, but it's generally people who have underlying problems who are old or whatever. And I'm not lessening it, but I don't know. People just seem to be going bonkers over it. You know, I know people who are smart. Uh, I'm not saying smart as in they're intelligent, but they're looking at it and going, well, you've got to live your life. You know, you can't see yourself in a bubble. Yeah. Or a water can, a <laughs> water yeah. bucket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Or stick a nappy over your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the other side of the coin is, is that I am enjoying all of the memes that have been coming out about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And so this is a little task for our salty tadpoles to either on our Facebook or Twitter page, which, or if you've got access to the uh, Instagram page as well, obviously feel free to use that one but it would be quite fun to actually be sharing some of the coronavirus um, memes that you're you're seeing so if you want to put them in the page but i've got a couple so i'm gonna um i'm gonna start the ball rolling and i'll i'll post some in there as well but you know there's some really really funny ones that are actually coming out i mean i'm waiting you get to see it somewhere on youtube someone who's doing like some sort of weird coronavirus style challenge oh yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> to draw a line under the current situation with the uh, coronavirus i found something my friends just posted which is there are 42 more cases in the uk which takes the total in the uk and if you think about the, the size of our population yep. it's 206 it is gonna probably get high well, it is going to get higher. But you've got to, in the great scheme of things, you've got to put it all into perspective. And every once in a while, we will have something that creates panic. So we've had fun mouth. We've had swine flu. These things happen. You've just got, you know, the worst of a flu epidemic, I think was somewhere like 1917. And our ability to deal with health issues is far better now than it was in 1917. So my view, and if people want to say yay or nay and agree with me or whatever or disagree, is that as a planet, we're just going to have to ride it out. This is what happens. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. It's like no no amount of precautions are going to stop you from getting it if you're going to get it. So, <laughs> But what I was going to say was is that there's a lady in Hong Kong who is called, I'm probably going to butcher her last name but i'm gonna do my best so her name is kathy mackatak and basically she's done a version of natalie and brudio's torn but she's done it to the actual coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) she has done an original song and basically instead of natalie and brudio's torn she's basically changed the lyrics for like the coronavirus parody and it is so fu- it's honestly it's so funny and it ends with her touching the microphone and then quickly getting some hand sanitizer and like washing her hands with it you know it's just completely crazy that she's doing it so but very very funny as well so we have spoken about the coronavirus for a very long time now and um, i think we should get on to something a little bit better so basically the thing we hate 
whatever we're telling people not to panic about, we've discussed in detail. <laughs> but I'd like to say that we've discussed it in pure hatred and with some hopeful comedy side of things as well. Yeah, I'm going to call this episode, Don't Say the C Word. Yes, <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, James, did you want to get on to a story of the week? Or I think a couple of stories of the week? Or have you got anything else that you would like to have Codswallop about this week? Not that I can particularly think of for Codswallop, no. But yeah, for a weird story of the week, let's go with one that's always good, which is uh, household issues and plumbing. Yes. And that may not sound like the most exciting thing, but what it does tell me is that this world is indeed full of complete and utter dumbasses. So, a French YouTuber called Cyril Schreiner ended up blocking uh, his entire na- God, the entire neighbourhood sewage system. Oh, no. Because he decided to fill up his bath with, like, orbies, which are silicon balls that expand in water. Now, I kind of get what he's trying to do. I do get it. I don't understand why he thought it was YouTube-worthy, but I get it. So I think it is a big thing, because I've seen a couple of people doing this, like, with swimming pools and stuff like that, and doing it with their, like, back garden and things. So I think it is like a, it's almost like not a prank, but it, I think that's what it's referred to as the art in the article, but it's, um, a lot of people are doing this type of thing. So why? I don't know. I have hmm. no idea. But anyway, please continue. Well, he obviously filled his bath and probably sink and other things full of them. Now, and toilet, I think as well, didn't he? Yes, he did. Now that sort of makes sense. You might want to show how many balls you can get in there and get it to fill up and all that. That, that I can understand. Now, you and I, I would hope most, you know, logical people after they've done it would go, okay, I've done the thing. It's all filled up with the balls. I've done my weird YouTube video and I wonderful and special and need to be patted on the head until how great I am. <laughs> uh, you would then scoop them out and get rid of them. You would not do what this Darwin Award dodger has done, which is <laughs> decide to pull the plug and to pray flush the toilet. Now, yeah, he did. The, the idiot decided to try and also flush the toilet. So it's saying that what then happened is when he started flushing the toilet, it caused it to overfill. Well, it would do because it can't flush the thing. I mean, he literally filled it to the absolute top. Yeah. <laughs> What he then did is he tried to vacuum clean up the balls because he obviously <laughs> broke the toilet and he then set the vacuum cleaner on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what a pleb. <laughs> Gets better though. Okay. Gets better or worse depending on how you want to look at it. Cyril then received a, he claims that his entire neighbor's sewage system has become blocked. Which is probably true. Yeah. <laughs> and he received a letter from the town hall saying there's police involvement. <laughs> However, this is found to be false. And basically, I think he's adding to his dumbass YouTuber. Because the mayor who said there's no drainage system linking all the houses in the neighborhood. But what I would suspect is true is he probably has rather buggered up the sewage system to a degree. Because, well, why would he do it? I mean, the guys actually said that. Why would you fill the tub with them? And why would you not scoop them out, put them in buckets, and throw them away? It's common sense not to not to do it. I think he's probably just some idiot who thinks that it'd 
it'd be a good way of getting his YouTube hit and it's got him nothing. Or he could actually be that special that he thinks that if he drains the water away it will just disappear. And I think it's actually probably the latter rather than actually trying to get views on YouTube. I think yeah. it's probably just that he actually is that special that he thought he could probably flush them away. <laughs> I, I don't want it to be that case, but you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to be like some evil genius who's actually employed by Albies to uh, <laughs> to advertise their products but no he's probably just a, as I said a uh, Darwin award sort of waiting to happen yeah <laughs> so did you say he was um, he's in France he is so basically yeah let him stay in France and destroy their water system yeah <laughs> some idiot somewhere I've seen stuff on YouTube from people in this country some idiot somewhere will be able to create damage themselves yeah I don't know Darwin Awards. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, on to the next story then. Mm-hmm. So the one that I found was the headline reads, Woman Pays... Can I just say one thing very quickly? Yes. When I read the article, I got a real sinking feeling. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe I stopped reading for that. <laughs> evil isn't it right it, so it really on. is james we're gonna have to put a block on your puns again i'm sorry james fantastic yes <laughs> no no <laughs> right so woman pays 35 pound for luxury ombre nails but they ended up looking like dog nipples <laughs> And they do. <laughs> Serena Cameron and her friend paid £35 each to get their nails done, but left the salon thoroughly disappointed by the final results of their pampering trip. So what they were after was, it was like a two-tone nail, so it's like dark at the ends, fading into the lighter at uh, at the tip. Mm-hmm. So took a photo with them, and they were like, this is exactly what we'd like. For most of us, getting our nails done is a real treat, so we expect to leave the salon looking so glamorous we could be a hand model. But unfortunately, that doesn't always happen, as one woman found out when she treated her sister to a manicure after being promoted. Serena Cameron, 24 and her sister spent hours scoring the internet in search of the perfect sets of nails, finally opting for a subtle nude to black ombre. They took the photo of their dream design <laughs> to a salon in New York and handed over $45 which is the equivalent (laughs) of £35 in this country. The staff got to work filing, painting, moulding, and the women couldn't wait to see the final result. (gasps) So, (laughs) yes, they've actually got a picture of them doing that as well, James. Serena said, I showed them the picture of the design on my phone and they said it wouldn't be a problem and mentioned they would charge extra for the design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can understand that if it's a specific design yeah yeah Yeah. and it's extra work and you know i think that's fair enough it was only after the nail technician spent an hour stippling i think the word is Mm -hmm. on the nail varnish in an ombre design that the girls noticed how harsh the transition between the pink and the black was <laughs> Sorry, I can see a picture of this. <laughs> In the hope that the colours would eventually blend together with time, they waited, but the colours didn't budge. Trying to see the good in the bad situation, Serena decided that despite the jagged transition, the pink shade was actually really cute. Ah, it's really cute. <laughs> it's like, so cute. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not a New York accent, but it's an American one. <laughs> but her sister thought otherwise, comparing them to a flamingo beak with pink feathers. Not exactly what you want to hear. Serena put the shabby job down to it nearly being closing time, leaving the nail technician to rush the design. Mm -hmm. And wow, I mean, she booked the appointment though. <laughs> they could have said no. <laughs> True. Yeah. And even though she was disappointed with her new set of nails, she said, I wasn't going to tell them that I didn't like the design because I'm a kind hearted person. So she went to the newspaper instead. <laughs> sort of. I just thought that. Yeah. <laughs> she publicly shamed them instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a lovely woman. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, Serena, she's so amazing. <laughs> She's not spelled her name right. She spelled it S-E-R-I-N-A. Yeah, don't tell Frank. <laughs> no, definitely. And if my friend Serena, with an E-N-A, with the correct spelling, is listening to this episode, shame on her. Shame on her for spelling it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> After posting her nail fell to Facebook, it went viral with thousands of people commenting on it. So exactly the attention she was deserving, mm -hmm. uh, she was requiring. <sighs> she said, someone said they looked like dog nipples. Others said they looked like, an, uh, like old and worm nails. And other people said, why I actually would pay for that, I don't know. <laughs> I get where they were coming from. If I saw someone posting that, I would ask them, why did they pay for it? Serena and her sister have planned to get their nails repainted elsewhere in the hopes that they do a better job. The end. Hmm. Well, it's just nails. <laughs> it's just nails. Let's <laughs> exactly. put it in perspective. Um, <laughs> they do look like dog nipples, in my opinion. <laughs> see to be honest you know new yorkers they should just be you know if it was when they complained to me about forget about it <laughs> oh dear but yeah i mean okay i acknowledge the leaving you know these girls are not happy with the nails they will probably feel rough but um <laughs> oh, james stop with the puns now <laughs> <laughs> gotta get it out of my system it's uh i mean it's cool that we're seeing these stories but seriously <laughs> Nails. I mean, you've got the the guy who basically is just oh. At least with her, there seems to be a bit of intelligence to it. But I, you've got to laugh when she's saying, I, "I'm a nice person. I didn't want to complain, but I'll go to the press." Yeah, exactly. Or you know, on social media, where I'm sure she probably tags the people into there, you know, to actually promote them, so to speak, inverted commas. But it wasn't promoting them; it was shaming them. And I, I don't know that she did do that, but you know, like I imagine oh we got our nails done here look at our picture you know kind of thing and you know for thousands of people to have seen it i reckon what they did was they they claimed that they did it but actually they went and they did it themselves mm -hmm. they're just trying to get a bit of free press and a free manicure done oh it's possible yeah a bit like um fake tannery last week not last week week before oh yeah 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 i reckon she was trying to get some free fake tan stuff yeah these girls are trying to get free nail polish done and the moral of the story is complain people because <laughs> yeah. otherwise people cannot do anything about it if you complain if you don't complain but there is a way of complaining and pl complain nicely because when you're in customer service if you shout at someone they just turn off they don't listen. yeah you don't want you don't want some pissed off new york do you no you, want, you, know, <laughs> you don't want to go around and see you watch your nails don't want to do your nails <laughs> yeah <laughs>
<laughs> exactly. So, yeah, you do have to be a bit more careful in New York. But uh, talking about New York, actually, just to sort of round up the episode. Yep. I feel it's coming to a natural end anyway, but, you know, who knows with this podcast, it could go on for another half hour. Um, My niece is going to New York next week. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's going with her boyfriend. Excellent. Yeah, kind of. Well, she's she's actually she's nineteen, so she won't be able to drink over there. It was really sweet, actually. She doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'll just tell the story. But you know, maybe in the future she'll listen and she'll laugh. But she's she's very sweet, but she's also a little bit dumb at times, <laughs> a bit like her auntie. Um, <laughs> must be a hereditary thing. But yeah, so she's. I said, oh well, that's all right. You just get drunk on the plane, you know, just drink plenty on the plane because she's she's a bit nervous about flying because it's her first Mm -hmm. trip out you know trip Mm -hmm. on a plane and she goes well i'm going to new york though will i be able to drink and i was like yeah of course you can yes (laughs) you can drink up in the sky it's okay yeah yeah, mm, i mean naive i think is probably the word you're looking for naive (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but no. I mean, to be fair, like if you don't know, you don't know. So you know, no, we only laughed. At, I only laughed at her a little bit. I said, "No, on the plane, it'll be absolutely fine. You can drink, you know." And I said, "The bonus part is, is that you uh, you get drunk quicker as well because that's you know, true. Be up yeah. in the sky and stuff." Yeah. So anyway, she's really looking forward to this trip, and she's going out there for her birthday. So it's this weekend or yesterday was my niece's uh, my niece hannah's 21st birthday and i can't believe that i got a 21 year old niece i don't feel old enough to have a 21 year old niece and yeah and then jessica's birthday is going to be the following weekend so so happy birthdays to both of them absolutely well i hope uh, all goes well and she has a wonderful time new york is a very nice place to go i've only ever been once and i can't remember it very well but yeah Yeah, you were at school weren't you when you went yeah yeah so it's quite a long time ago and i wasn't there for a very long period of time no but yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be giving her some tips because we're all going out for um a birthday meal for hannah's birthday so yeah and also i will have a report for next episode that we record of what happens in a rave because i'm actually going to be going to a rave that evening on the for the first time ever and i'm not sure if i'm looking forward to it or not yet to be honest but uh, i am looking forward to going Hmm. and it's in like a nightclub so it's not like a a warehouse (laughs) yeah it's not like a warehouse type thing but um yeah it's it's definitely going to be a new experience but whether the music is going to go down right with me i'm not sure but i'm trying new things so absolutely it sounds interesting sounds good fun yeah well so i will have some stories to tell for that and um (laughs) i'm sure i'm I'm really looking forward to hearing them actually (laughs) (laughs) we'll see we'll see what happens but um yeah so and yeah like I said my niece is going to New York with her boyfriend of two years so I'm I'm almost kind of wondering if there might be like a little question that's popped but I don't know if it's like maybe too soon for the two of them they're both very young still but it's quite a romantic holiday so it's like kind of Mm -hmm. one of those places that you would do that kind of thing isn't it so time will tell time will tell but her boyfriend is a lovely guy so yeah she would be uh over the moon i think so but who knows so there you go that might be another update for next week mm. my niece might be getting married before i am so there we are <laughs> but at least you know <laughs> you can't see me i'm doing that sort of like you know shrug yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you never want to get married james pass don't know um yeah, well, I'll, I'll answer. I will. I will consider marriage if she's very, 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 very wealthy. 
James! <laughs> <laughs> that is a terrible response. <laughs> or is it an ingenious response? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a terrible response. <laughs> I'm sorry. I stand by my point. It's terrible. <laughs> and it would be terrible if it... <laughs> it'd be terrible if it was the other way around as well, if the female was marrying a man just for his money as well. I like that. Bit of equality, that's good stuff. I like yeah. it. Like. Well, that seems like a really good way to end this episode. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I would agree, yes. Any prospective women out there who are very, 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 very wealthy and want to get married, I'm your man. <laughs> <laughs> James is going to be single for the rest of his life, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> what if she was really, 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 really wealthy, yeah. but incredibly fat, and I'm talking like massively obese. My 600 pound life, but yeah. Yeah, with balding hair and no teeth and um, had a wonky eye. I'm sure I could, you know, I, I could I could handle it, you know. The money, will, <laughs> money will keep me warm at night, you know, separate <laughs> beds, you know. Separate rooms, separate beds, separate wings of the house. Uh, <laughs> I'll surround myself by the money, you know. It's all good, you know. You'll light a cigar with a uh, £50 uh, note. <laughs> I, I can be a trophy husband, it's all good, you know. <laughs> Ooh, there goes Jim Stafford <laughs> going off for a walk with his gun over yeah. his arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whispers amongst the staff, he's only with her for the money. <laughs> <laughs> there, and thumbs you... up, you're damn right I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can actually visualise that now. You with a shotgun, <laughs> you know, like hanging over your arm sort yep, of thing. Yep. Many dogs around you, yep. yet walking towards... Uh, towards a field with i don't know hopefully you wouldn't be killing animals you would be just shooting plates i think that would be the better option to shoot plates so 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 walking around dressed uh, very much like a, a man of the manor yep uh so so basically what i do normally then pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> surrounded by dogs and yep. uh shooting plates yep <laughs> Because no harm to animals should ever happen. No, just crockery. <laughs> yeah, just crockery, because you can replace that easily. <laughs> On that note, James, I think we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. I have been yep. Gemma. I have, as always, been James. Toffee James. <laughs> yeah, Toff <laughs> And that's it for another week. I hope you've enjoyed. Bye. Bye-bye.